This is Psalm 63. It says, O God, you are my God. I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you. In this parched and weary land where there is no water, I have seen you in your sanctuary and gazed upon your power and glory. Your unfailing love is better than life itself. How I praise you. I will praise you as long as I live. You satisfy me more than the richest feast. I will praise you with songs of joy. I lie awake thinking of you. I meditate on you through the night because you are my helper. I sing for joy in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your strong right hand holds me securely. How awesome is it that we have a God like that, that we can uh, cling to, that is so uh, amazing, that is so awesome. Uh, I wonder if you sometimes wake up thinking about God, praying as you wake up in the morning. Uh, I, I know I do. And uh, there's those kind of mornings that are great because it starts the day off, doesn't it, with a focus onto the things of God. And I think uh, at the moment in this, uh, in this world, the way it is, we just, we do, we need to focus uh, on God. We need to uh, make sure that he's at the center of, uh, of, of everything that, that we are. So let's just pray. Father God, thank you so much uh, that we can join together this morning online, uh, wherever, wherever we, we are, around uh, different uh, places, uh, um, but in our homes, because that's where we're supposed to be. And uh, I just thank you that we can, we can do this. And I just pray this morning as we uh, have this time together, uh, that you would speak to us, that our hearts will be open to you. And that, um, yeah, we would have these opportunities to uh, increase um, our, our unity, to increase um, our connectedness as a community, despite the fact that we can't physically uh, be together. So we just pray that you'd be with us this morning. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Just at Granite, we're reading from Matthew 13, 44 to 58. Should come. So it's the, it's the parable of the hidden treasure and the pearl. It says, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything that he had and bought it. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net. It was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad fish away. 
This is how it will be in the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the burning furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasure as well as old. When Jesus had finished these parables, he moved on from there. Coming to his hometown, he began uh, teaching the people in their synagogue. And they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers, they asked. Isn't this the carpenter's carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary? And aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon and Judas? Aren't all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they took offence at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honour, except in his own own town and in his own home. And he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. Okay, so that's the word of God. Uh, Father God, I just pray as we look into this uh, scripture this morning that you would, uh, your Holy Spirit would work in us. Um, help us uh, to just be able to quieten ourselves now, to, to, to fill our mind with the things that you want us to fill our mind with right now. Uh, speak to us this morning, please, in Jesus' name, for your sake. Amen. So, as you know, the series, what we're going through, the thing that we always talk about is following Jesus. And uh, at the moment, we've had a couple of sermons on the kingdom. And you've, we've probably talked about uh, the kingdom before, and you might might have... Uh, you might have heard sermons and, and, and I hope that you have a bit of an understanding of what this kingdom of heaven is because it, it is true, isn't it, that when Jesus uh, came, the, the first thing he did was say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is what? Near. kingdom of heaven is near. So uh, Jesus talked a lot about the kingdom. Uh, and the kingdom is in, in its basic form is not about the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, is not about uh, necessarily a place or a, or a, or a space at, at this time as much it is as much as it is about a people, about the reign of God over uh, a specific people, his people. Um, and it, in the kingdom of God, Jesus sits on the throne. Uh, we see in Philippians 2, 9 to 11, uh, it says, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus 
every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, um, it's Jesus. J Jesus. Not, not an institution like the church in, its, in itself. Not, not that. Um, nothing on earth, not an institution that's on earth, not a particular pastor or a particular leader. Who is it that God exalted? Jesus, you see. Jesus was exalted to the highest place in his kingdom. So as followers of Jesus, we're part of the kingdom. Uh, we've said yes to Jesus and come under his reign. His rule in our lives. Uh, and there are many benefits, many benefits of being in the kingdom, of being under uh, the reign of Jesus. Uh, you know, sins forgiven, uh, hope for eternity, uh, peace and joy in him, uh, communion with him through prayer, through the scriptures, uh, through the Holy Spirit working in our lives. Uh, in Him, through His Spirit, um, we can have and, and express love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, the fruit of the Spirit. You know, it's not a snap your fingers and your perfect thing, but... Uh, as we journey with him, these things start to become more and more a part of us, right? And so Jesus, in this uh, in this parable, he says this parable about the kingdom. Uh, he says the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he did uh, uh, he hid it again, uh, and then in his joy went and sold all that he had. And bought that field. Now it's interesting, isn't it, that he it says when a man found it, okay, he he stumbled across it. it there's people that stumble across the kingdom, that stumble across uh, Jesus, and and the joy that he had about finding that treasure meant that he sold everything that he had so that he could acquire it. And get this, everything everything that he had, everything this man had was worth less. Well, he, he thought it was, wasn't he? He thought it was worth less. That's why he did it, than the treasure that he had found. And that's the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. It's worth so much. So Jesus continues and he says um, again the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for a fine for fine pearls when he found one of great value he went away and sold everything that he had and bought it it's like a like a merchant who's looking for fine pearls now he, he was actively looking not stumbling across okay not coming by chance on the kingdom, but he was actively looking for the kingdom. 
you know, mute you, Carly. Yep, no. All right. He was actively looking, not stumbling uh, upon. And he, you see, he knew the value of what he was looking for. He knew the value of what the thing that he was uh, that he found. And he was prepared to sell all that he had to acquire it. So everything that he had was worth less than the pearl that he just found. The kingdom is worth everything that we have. And you you might be like me uh, and and think, but wait a second, um, isn't salvation a, a free gift? Yes, that that is the thing. It, it's a free gift. And the thing is, and the, the important thing that that Jesus is is getting across here, is that people don't even realize how good it is to be in the kingdom. The the, the value, the great value of the kingdom. That, that if you think about it, if you do a, a cost-benefit analysis, does anybody do a, a cost-benefit analysis when, when you want to purchase something you know, what's, uh, or do something? What's, what's the benefit of it? What's the cost? When we do a cost-benefit analysis, analysis on um, following Jesus and being part of the kingdom, uh, then it's a no-brainer because the value of the kingdom, of, of being part of his kingdom is so great that we would give everything that we have to be part of it. That's how good it is. You see, when I realised that I was incomplete without Jesus, when I realised that my sins uh, could be forgiven and that I could have a relationship with God, the creator of all things, when I realised that I I didn't have a chance uh, to find true fulfilment without submitting to Jesus, that I didn't have a chance to do any of this by myself. That it was Jesus dying on the cross that made it possible for me to come into relationship with God, to be part of that kingdom. And learning uh, and from him and living my life in his kingdom as a follower of his. When I realised that, I knew that was something worth everything that I had, that I have, that I will have. It's pretty awesome being a part of. Then Jesus goes on and he says, uh, it says that once again, he said, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. Now, when it was full, the the fishermen uh, pulled it ashore and they sat down and they they put all the the bad fish they threw away and the, the good fish they kept. And Jesus is saying, "This is the the kingdom of heaven is is like this. Uh, that that those who are, um, are are righteous and those who are wicked will be separated. The righteous will be uh, will be with him forever. The 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 wicked will be uh, thrown uh, into the blazing furnace where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. And then he says to the disciples." Um, have you understood all these things? And they said yes, didn't they? They replied yes. So what is it that they understood? Well, they, they understood the value of the kingdom, the value Jesus was talking about, and they also must have understood the reality 
of not being a part of it. Uh, in Romans 14, sorry, Romans 14, 10 to 12, uh, it says, You then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Or why do you treat them with contempt? For we, all, for we will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, as, sure as, as, sure as, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will acknowledge God. So then each of us will give an account for ourselves, of ourselves to God. So this is the thing, isn't it? That um, we all have to give an account of ourselves before God. This is the reality uh, that is for us and before us. And we bleed, don't we, for for um, ones for the ones that we love, for, for people that don't know Jesus, that aren't a part of the kingdom. Um, you know, we, we, we think, don't you understand how good it is to know Jesus? Uh, don't you understand the, the consequences of, of the choice that you're making. And that's, you know, that, that's the reality. And, and then we read just a little bit further, Jesus um, said, you know, he almost said, look, don't, don't flog a dead horse. Has anybody ever tried to flog a dead horse? Um, they don't do any work for you, do they? they, they it's, a, it's a hopeless situation. And Jesus said, this is what this is what happened in in Jesus' life. He he finished telling those parables and he moved on and he came to his home ta- hometown and he began teaching the people and they were all amazed until they found out who he was and then they said, oh, you know, no, nah, you you're it's too close to home. You're 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 one of us. We don't, you know, we take offence. So that but um, Jesus said. That a prophet is without honour in his hometown. He doesn't have honour in his hometown or in his home. And so, what did Jesus do? He 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 didn't do many miracles there anymore. He 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 moved on because of their lack of faith. So Jesus was uh, rejected by his people, and sometimes we're rejected by the people that we love so much. And when we try to tell them, um, you know, this this uh, Jesus is is the way to go. Jesus is the answer. Uh, in our lives, and 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 they reject us. And Jesus understood uh, this principle, and he accepts it in, in those verses. He accepts it, but does he give up on those people? That's the question. He 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 gives up in as much as he he moves on, but he doesn't stop the message. He doesn't stop sharing the message. He he doesn't um, focus on them, but he focuses on the ones who will listen. And, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because the ones who will listen and the ones who receive the message are then the ones that can go back to Jesus' hometown and tell his people. And they can be accepting of those. It's just a thought I was thinking as we read through that. Because you know what? Uh, hope really does live here uh, in you and in me. Hope lives here. Uh, Romans 14 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or what we drink, 
but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So if you're a follower of Jesus, you're part of the kingdom of God. And you, my friend, and me, we're the hope of the world. You know, it's up to us to share that treasure. It's up for us sometimes to sit down and think, what is it that's so good about being a follower of Jesus? What is it that's so good about being part of his kingdom? You know, sit down, do do your cost um, benefit analysis. Uh, think about it so that you always have an opportunity to share the hope that is within you with other people. Get excited about the fact that um, we serve uh, and we, we uh, live under a God who is absolutely amazing and who's got everything in control and who um, who will be with forever. Um, so share that with whoever you can in whichever way you can. And just the, the world the way it is at the moment just gives us, gives us different opportunities to do that. Um, so I want to encourage us to be, be the hope. Be uh, people that speak life. Be people that look for ways to love. Make a call, connect, reach out, offer to go shopping for somebody. Um, but just live as part of the kingdom. Live as we uh, would, as followers of Jesus. Um, as we go out, well, as we don't go out, as we stay in. <laughs> uh, we normally talk about gathering together and going out. Um, but we can't go out physically, but we still can go out. And there's been lots of people sharing lots of things on the internet. It's good, isn't it, that people can have a joke and have a laugh at times like this. And it's also good that people can share uh, information and, uh, and share uh, things about their faith and what they, uh, this, their lives um, as they live for Jesus, what it is that, that, um, you know, that, that makes us uh, so excited about being followers of Jesus. Because it's really the best thing that we can ever do, isn't it? Uh, as people, is follow uh, Jesus. Uh, I just want to pray. Father God, thank you so much again for your word. Thank you for, the, uh, for your kingdom that you, uh, that you came and that Jesus was ushering in uh, your kingdom, uh, that he is um, sitting on that throne now and that we can follow him and live for him every day. And I just pray that uh, as we do that, uh, that you would help us, where your Holy Spirit would work in and through us uh, to, to share that message of hope, uh, to be that message of hope uh, in the world at the moment and, and, and ongoing. Uh, thank you so much that we can, uh, we can do that and be your children, be your people. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, that's all I've got. Uh, for today, that is, uh, that is, that is us. That is the beginning of um, our church online. Last week we were in the car park, weren't we? So this is the first time we've done this. So obviously we'll tweak things. We'll we'll take advice if you've got anything you'd like to send through email, text, or phone me or whatever to give feedback on on how we can do things, improve maybe. Uh, get what's he on the guitar or something, um, you know. I don't know. 
My reaction? I'd be laughing. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, so that'll be that'll be good. Thank you very much. I'm just going to unmuting everybody. Um, really good to have you all here. Bless you. Pleasure. Thanks. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Go well. Go well. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm just going to wait till everyone hooks off this. <laughs> I love it. If you want to stick around and chat, that's fine. Brad's gone. Where's he gone? He's conserving internet. 